This is the American Indoctrinated Podcast with Evan and Brittany. This is a show where we discuss issues that Americans have been indoctrinated on, have full-length discussions about how we got here, talk about the facts behind each issue, and how it links back to our constitutional rights. Let's go! Welcome to another episode of America Indoctrinated. We are actually going to talk about some winning that we're doing on the conservative side of things. We don't normally get to talk about this kind of stuff, but we are having some big gains and we don't want to lose sight of that, even though there is still a lot of crap going on. Evan, what's your favorite win? Yeah, man, Elon Musk seems like such a big win, even though he is a villain to everything that conservatives stand for. But he's exposing a lot of cool stuff with Twitter. He's trolling high-level anchors from NBC and CNN and bringing to light a lot of controversial issues that we on the right have really been trying to talk about. He brought up the fact that they buried the laptop, the Hunter Biden laptop story. He brought up the fact that NBC intentionally buried the Weinstein story and that they have groomers at their locations. And so I feel like that's a big win. These are things that we have been talking about and we've been talking about how corrupt the mainstream media is. And so many people just seem to hear what we were saying and be like, yeah, yeah, they're corrupt, but then would still listen to what they were. People be like, oh yeah, yeah, I don't believe CNN and NBC and even Fox. Yeah, they've got their things, but they were still turning them on. They're still listening to everything they were saying. And now we're seeing that is just not happening anymore. The most recent numbers for Joe Rogan came out and his subscriber base went up 2 million when he was getting all the heat from the left. And we're winning. We're gaining a lot of ground. I think it's easy to think we're not winning when you look at the aggregate of the problems, when you look at COVID and like China and Ukraine and all this critical theory coming out of the schools and these pedophiles and everything culminating into one big cluster fuck of a problem. It's easy to say, man, what do I do? I just want to go live in the mountains and hide away from everything. No, we're, we're actually making a lot of ground. and. Elon Musk is just the tip of the iceberg of the wins that we're making, I think. I will say I do enjoy reading the tweets that he writes to other people. My favorite is the one that he wrote to AOC. I believe he said something to the effect of, stop hitting on me, I'm shy, or something like that. And then she got even more mad. But anyway, he makes Twitter an art form for himself. So I love it. It's entertaining the rest of us and also doing a lot of good, I think, like you said. I don't know how much good it's doing commenting on ALC, but it makes us all laugh and smile. I like it. Yeah. And it's to me, the reason that's a win is because where that comes from was when she was saying anybody who was challenging her COVID beliefs. I think when this stemmed was when she was on vacation in Florida, but her home state was locked down. And so people are like, oh, you'll vacation in Florida, but then you support all the lockdowns in New York. You're a hypocrite. And rather than addressing issues, she uses an ad hominem. Did I say that right? Ad hominem. I never use that word because I feel like I never use it right or say the word. She attacks the people attacking her rather than attacking the issue at hand. And so it was just perfect that he was able to take her same ad hominem attack and use it against her. It was like turnabout's fair play. And I think it's so good. One of the big wins for me that no one's talking about is the state redistricting that we've seen in Tennessee and that we've seen in Florida. The maps are so good and they're really helping us pick up some Republican seats, which is always good. And also Tennessee, if you haven't seen what their legislator is doing, they're savage. They are hardcore and they just passed a law where they now have to have 
oversight over every textbook that is in the schools. So they are hiring two people to go through all of that because they also passed anti-CRT law and found out that the teachers were still teaching it in the schools. So now they're taking it a step further and they are having people monitor what books are going into these schools. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many cool things that are happening. Things like that. I'm a big fan of the Daily Wire. I bought, I have every book from all of the people there. Maybe not every book. I know Andrew Claven has some books that I don't have, but I have a lot of their books. And I even have the most recent book from Matt Walsh, Johnny the Walrus. It is a kid's book, but it's not. I almost bought it just to support Matt Walsh. I've read it to my kids a couple times. My eight-month-old doesn't mean anything to her, but my two-year-old kind of doesn't really get it. But his book is like, at one point, it was the number one book on Amazon. And right now I'm looking, it's number four. Amazon has 90% of book sales in America and in Canada. So if you think about that, it's basically the number four book in the world right now. And that's crazy. That's a huge win. And it's not just bots buying it, because I know that's what the claim was, is that there was like paid people buying it. No, there's people just like everyday Americans like me purchasing the book. That's a big win to me. He also has played the game with Amazon because they took his book out of the children's section and he was the number one LGBTQ author there for a bit and they pulled it off of that list. And so they recategorized it and then he recategorized it as a biology book. So it was also the number one biology book there for a minute. Let's see what it says right now. What book it's under category. So Um, they've played some games as well with Amazon just because of Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing, and actually Matt Walsh did say this the other day, and he said, the thing about the right is we're learning how to have more fun pushing back where it used to be the opposite, but we actually have a sense of humor about things. We laugh about things and we're pushing back in a way that is very, we are very aggressive about it, but it's also, we all get a good laugh out of it too. I think that's something that the right has learned to do very well. Yeah. And it's fun to be on this side where we can look at Dave Chappelle and the jokes he says we relate to and we think are funny. When he talks about the transgender stuff, he has some really funny work, really funny bits on that. And it's fun that we are now in this position where we're relating to South Park and we're relating to Bill Maher and all these top level comedians that have a huge effect on the culture. It's weird because I remember growing up, South Park was the TV show that made fun of religious people like me or made fun of the conservative types. And it's the left has shifted the spectrum so far to the left that the right has maybe changed a little bit, but the left has really changed so much so now that the right is we are the ones that are enjoying the fun parts of culture. We get to go and have these interviews on the streets with these crazies at these protests where they're wearing pussy hats and they have 50 genders to their name and their people are riding each other like horses into these parades and we get to go interview these people and talk to them and we get to enjoy these comedians and actually laugh at our own expense sometimes and even laugh at other people's expense because that's the point of comedy and it's really cool that like you said we're in this position where it's we're funnier we're having way more fun we're beating them. And that's just on the culture war. That's not even to mention the fact that Carrie Lake, my home state of Arizona, she's most likely going to win and she's a fireball. That's going to be a huge win to, I think, the Republican Party for governor. She's, I think she's going to be another Ron DeSantis. What DeSantis is doing is a huge win. You're seeing a lot of people on the right really oust their representatives that are what you would call rhinos. So like Mitt Romney, both of us being from Utah, we know that nobody in Utah likes Romney. Like nobody, and even though so, he's still in office. So much so that he wears disguises out because he doesn't want anyone to recognize him because he gets heckled 
And he gets a lot of pushback when he goes out, which he deserves every I, bit of it. Every bit of and it. And I know it's bad with Romney when even my grandma, who's 82, has talked about how bad Romney's doing. She is not really into politics. She's always just voted with the way the church votes. So back in the like 70s, it was more Democratic and now it's more Republican. And she's just a very like positive person, my grandma. She doesn't really look for the negative in life. And even she is, yeah, I think Romney needs to go. It's okay. It's bad when the 80 year old women in the state don't even like your ass. You're doing a bad job, especially because so many Mormons voted for him for the sole basis of him being Mormon. And everyone, and he did a good job with the Olympics in 2002. And so everyone's, he did such a good job with the Olympics. This is why we got to vote for him. And that was the whole reason he ran in Utah because he knew he couldn't win in any other state. And so you're seeing these wins across the board that I think we on the right need to be willing to enjoy and realize that there are things moving. It's really easy to feel overwhelmed with all the chaos and all the mis and disinformation and all of the Biden ministry of truth coming out. But in reality, there's people fighting back again. If you go through Amazon and look at their most popular books, it's every week. It seems to be mostly conservative type books. You've got his book, Matt Walsh, number 13 is The War on the West by Douglas Murray. You had The Great Reset by Glenn Beck was in the top 50 for a while. You've got books like 1984 is number 36. So you've got a lot of books that are coming out. Peter Schweitzer, Red Handed, the book I've read a part of. It's about how China is involved in the U.S. Their book was ranking top 25 for a long time, and it's actually number one in their particular category of international diplomacy. There are some wins. Nobody's watching those Netflix woke shows. People are canceling their Netflix subscription. So I think those are all cool things that we're seeing within the culture and within the political realm as well. I agree. I also, being a conservative, I think it's really cool that we are now seeing a lot of these rhinos get called out and we are seeing a lot of people running for these offices, like you said, Terry Lake. And there's just so many good candidates out there now. The guy that's running in Missouri, he's amazing. Greitens, the stuff that he's been through is insane. I think that he will win and be elected in Missouri. And I think he'll do a lot of really cool things. We're just getting started in the conservative movement, especially I think the nationalism and populism is coming back into the American culture, which is what I think needs to happen. And that's super exciting to really want to put America first and you're seeing Hispanics leave the Democrat Party. You're seeing Black people leave the Democrat Party. And it's because they're starting to see what they've done to them. Their life is not better. Their life is worse because Biden is here. Well, I'm sure you saw I put it on our Instagram of the video of Trevor Noah roasting President Biden in the, I don't even know what that event is that they do. The White House dinner. What is it? it I know it's like for press to go and hobnob I mean, with each other. Yeah, it's just like a D.C. cocktail party, basically, dinner. But when you look at that, don't you think how sad all these people that are so wealthy are just laughing at the American people at our expense because everything is higher. You're right. Super fun for us. I know. And I hope more people, because it was Trevor Noah, I hope more people see that and realize like, there's been a very clear ideology that has led the country down this path. And it's not hard to trace backwards to what the root of that ideology is. And for so many people in the conservative mindset, it's easy to think we'll never get to the country that we all hope and dream that our country will be of freedom. But I argue that we're on our path there. I argue that we're really making a lot of headway towards that. A lot of people are waking up. I personally don't know of anybody who's like, you know, I voted for Trump. And then now that I've seen Biden in office, I, I really wish I would have voted for Biden. That doesn't exist. 
Nobody thinks that. Even people who are pretty far left on most of their beliefs, I don't want to say far left, maybe more liberal, uh, left-leaning, are even against a lot of these things that we're seeing, the don't say gay bill, quote unquote. Even people who are more left-leaning, who would be more open-minded to talking about sexual orientations with people are even saying, no, we should not be teaching this. And so we're definitely winning in a lot of ways. It's what was once considered liberal is now more moderate. And what was once considered more conservative is now considered more moderate as well. So our mindset, the silent majority, as they say, is becoming so large and we're not being silent anymore. We're becoming the majority and we're becoming loud. And I love it. I love to see it. I love to see all the wins that we're having. There was also Obama's. They lost their Spotify deal. And Meghan Markle also lost her Netflix deal. So thank goodness for that, because no one wants to see the b So wait, what, I don't. So what happened with the what happened with both of those? Because I, I don't understand. I know that obviously we've mentioned it before, like CNN Plus failed, which is a huge win. I love that. Yeah. I'm fortunate for the people who lost their jobs. I will say I feel bad for people who lose their jobs. That sucks. That's scary. And, but it's cool that CNN is starting to realize how much people don't like them. The Jon Stewart thing that we mentioned before, how he's only getting like 10,000 viewers mm-hmm. and that's just insanely low. But yeah, I don't know about this Meghan Merkel thing or Obama thing. So Spotify said it was a contract issue. I don't know what that means. But due to all of the cancellations of Netflix, they've lost over 200,000 subscribers. It was canceling development of series created by the British Duchess, Meghan Markle, which they're not supposed to be calling her that. She lost her title for the record. But it was an animated series called Pearl based on her life. So puke. She's not a good actress. Did you ever watch the show Suits that she was in? Yeah, she's terrible. Not like that, it's, you seem like an evil person. Just like you don't have a good relationship with your family. So you decided just to destroy Harry's relationship with his family. So also shame on him. But anyways, that's a whole nother topic. But I don't know much about the royal family, but who was the one that got ousted hooking up? Andrew, Prince Andrew. One of them. I don't. Yeah, it's- that sounds right. Yeah, it's Prince Andrew. He got, yeah, released from his duties because of his links to Epstein. I'm hoping that because of all these wins and with Elon now running Twitter, that we'll see even more information coming out. I think we're going to see more resolution of the Epstein trials. We're going to see more information coming out about the Durham crap with the Clinton campaign and Did you see all the corruption behind that? It's just it's win after win, despite all the crazy chaos going on. We need to revel in the wins that we're getting. Absolutely. I think just the honestly, just the exposure itself to everything that's coming out. I think that's been a huge win. The fact that people have been able to see a lot of the stuff that maybe they hadn't seen before. And mainstream media is actually starting to have to report on things, especially they acted like this. The negative GDP growth was a big surprise, but it shouldn't have been the way that they're spending money. So they actually have had to report on it and own the fact that this is where we're at, which I think is a good thing, even though I don't think there's any easy decisions moving forward. I think we're still going to have some really hard decisions of what we need to do in order to get the country back on track. But I do think that we're making a lot of headway, both in the culture and in politics. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think that's accurate. Yeah. So it's hard for me to always choose a favorite. I'm always knee deep in the politics. So I always think it's fun when we start to see how people really are in the spotlight. And maybe there's been a lot of recordings released of Kevin McCarthy. And I know that he was really going for the Speaker of the House. But 
I think we really need some of the America First candidates to step up and be the speaker. I don't think we need any other people that are in it to line their pockets or whatever they've been doing for all these years. I just think we need to continue the movement. And it's really fun and exciting to see all the stuff going on. And I'm involved in some grassroots stuff. And it's been politics is hard. Politics is very hard, but it's been fun to see a lot of the wins coming out of a lot of different of these races and things. Yeah, and all the content that's coming out, too, that's providing wins for us, not just Daily Wire with all of their things. With They have the Candace documentaries, they have the China ones, they have the Fauci exposed ones. But also, like, Stephen Crowder's show is killing it. Tim Pool's show is killing it. And Tim Pool has the chicken thing that he does now. And so that's been, like, a huge hit. Chicken City. Yeah, what? I don't get that. It's so weird to me. I think it's just wholesome fun, right? It's just chickens. And so you can pay to feed the chickens. It's very interactive. It's fun for people to watch with their kids. I think that's the big thing is people would rather watch chickens with their kids and pay to feed the chickens and have a chicken party than actually watch the shit that they're playing on Netflix or Disney right now. If that that's tells crazy. you anything. He gets like 50,000 views per chicken video. That's insane. People I'm love like it. I'm like looking at it right now. Love the it. live one he's got going. People he's got, love it. He's got 300 people watching now. $5 well, release treats from the sky. This is genius. Yeah. So they're starting a whole little thing with Chicken City. And the thing that's fun about it is they have a chicken theme song. And people are like, I want to be the rooster. Little kids, they love it. They love seeing the chickens. They want to be the rooster. They have names. Like, it's very cute. Very cute. That's so funny. I wish I would have thought of something that creative. That's so cool. They're very creative. I think Tim Pool is probably one of the most creative people. And he's actually singing the Chicken City theme song, which I think is also awesome. And he's a That's skateboarder I, and he does everything. I'd like to meet him. He's one of those guys that I'd like to meet. I've watched him for the last few years and I've followed him. And he, he just seems like a cool guy that I would probably get along with. The thing that I like about him is that he definitely is one that he can navigate things in a way that I think challenges a lot of perspectives, which I really appreciate. Listening to him is very interesting, especially because he has people on his show that are, that disagree with him. And I do love that. Kind of yeah. Fun. And one thing, too, that's crazy is he just has maintained a pretty positive attitude despite being raided by know, the FBI he, seven times. I think I don't think it's the FBI. I think it's just his local police department because people are swatting him where they call the police oh, and yeah. say he's got he's a deranged maniac and he's killing people on his property. But I don't even know how they find the information of people like that. To be honest, I wouldn't even know where to look or start if I wanted to try and dock someone. I, it just blows my mind that there's people who are so upset with his freedom of speech that they are spending time finding out where he lives. And then they're making phone calls just to get him to, to hopefully get someone to kill him. That's the end goal is they want there to be an accidental shooting and have the police kill him or something like that. And that's crazy to me. But when honestly, you're raising a bunch of activists from the time they're young up and through college, what do you expect these people to do? That's what we're seeing. And I think it's very unhealthy. They want to worry about what everyone else is doing instead of worrying about what they're doing. And I think that's a big social issue, a society issue. Yeah, for that's sure. true. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think along the lines of wins is I know that college numbers are down. A lot of universities, their enrollment rates are down. There's a win. Viewership is been declining on a lot of different sports channels because people are just sick and tired of all the bullshit. We're fed up. We're burnt out. We want to move on with our lives and be left alone and just live and let live. And I think many of the elites are finally starting to realize that. That's why they're doubling down. They're not retreating. They're doubling down, which is unfortunate. But I do think that we're winning. We're coming yeah. for you, elites. We're coming. I agree. 
Is there anything else you can think of? I don't know. I think we're going to start winning on some of this vaccine stuff too. I'm really excited to see what unfolds as soon as we start getting a lot of this stuff out in the media. We're starting to see them start to report some negative effects on the vaccine on mainstream media. I don't know if you saw any of that. People having ringing in their ears, they actually reported it on mainstream media. Yeah. Yep. So that's a big win. It's a fraction of what a lot of things have happened with the vaccine, but I think it's a start. And the fact that we're starting to see it, I think it is a big win, even though I do feel sad for people that got the vaccine that maybe shouldn't have. I think that's the, the thing that's going to be hard to watch is to see people realize that they were lied to and that all of the things that could be happening to them. I just talked to my mom today and she's like, we don't feel good since we got vaccinated. And they they did not get the Pfizer or the Moderna. They got the J&J. Wasn't that the worst one? I don't think so. It was a more traditional vaccine from what I understand. It was one shot instead of two. So I don't know. I'm actually glad that they didn't get the other ones, honestly. But I don't know. I feel bad for people that are going to realize that maybe and maybe I'm wrong. But there's a lot of stuff coming out that I don't think that I am, but there's a lot of vaccine stuff I think will come out that I think will hurt the government and hurt these pharmaceutical companies in a way that hopefully like we see some change. I'm done with pharmaceutical companies. They need to go. We need to have a really big change in this country when it comes to them. And I'm hoping that this is the start of that. Yeah, I think it will be. And I think at the very least, people are starting to investigate alternatives which is a big one too. And maybe not just taking the information that they get off their television or from their doctor at face value and do some research into that and make sure that what they're putting in their body is not going to have a long-term impact on them. Yeah, agreed. So hopefully we'll talk about vaccines in another episode because it's not going to be a positive episode, but more to come on that. But this episode's about winning and that we are. So that's very exciting news. Thanks, everybody. I, I don't have anything else to contribute. Just keep looking for the wins. Whenever there is one, celebrate it. Be happy that you're on the right side of history. Send us a message. Let us know. We would love to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Whatever it is that you're seeing or hearing, let us know. We'd love to mention that. Absolutely. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please listen, like, and follow the podcast, and we'll see you guys next week. If you like this episode, share it with your friends, write us a review, listen, like, and follow the podcast, and we will see you all next week.